We're back on the block, Austin and Eastrick here. I'm going to talk a little bit about some NFL news and blues. Some clues. The trails and fails. <laughs> All of that good stuff we're going to jump into right now. Um, Austin, yeah, I kind of find something, and it's something interesting to kind of discuss because of the fact that free agency is on, you know, the horizon. The draft is poking around the corner. And we need to take a look back just at some of the things that teams did and maybe have some, what is it called, uh, not just regret, but buyer's remorse. That's mm-hmm. the word I'm looking for. Buyer's remorse. And I want to talk about a few of those teams. And, um, you know, or, or and, and, and again, it's not just about what they did as far as signing them or re-signing them. It's also about some of the decisions they may have made that uh, when you look back at it, maybe you'd love to have done that a little bit differently. So we're going to talk a little bit about a few of those. I'm going to throw a few at you and kind of get your thoughts on it. But one of the ones that's interesting to me is because right now you have the New York Giants who were literally closing in on a potential opportunity to get into the playoffs. Had a pretty solid team. I'm sure they felt good about themselves. Uh, now, uh, been trying now for the last few months to acquire Aaron Rodgers, one coming off of Ho- a Hawaska uh, getaway and going into the darkness uh, to find some light, and now coming out. And then you had Zach Wilson there, and, and you, you draft him, and now you know that you're not going down that rabbit hole with him. And uh, there's a lot that they want out of that. So what's your thoughts about – do they have buyer's remorse is with how, how they handle things? and Because now it's, it's going to probably even cost them more because of the decision that they made. It's hard for me to call them buyers at this point because they haven't officially bought anything yet. Mm-hmm. You know, And that's, I think, part of the problem. I think the remorse comes from the fact that they aren't officially buyers yet at this point. And I'm surprised it's taken as long as it has. I get Green Bay wanting to squeeze every last you know, draft pick or ounce of value they can out of the Jets for this because the Jets have made their intentions clear. Yeah. You know, they fully signaled what it was they wanted to go ahead and do, and that's acquire Aaron Rodgers. They didn't necessarily play close to the vest. They didn't do this, you know, behind closed doors. They've been doing a lot of this out in the open, and that's usually dangerous when it comes to negotiating because then the team that you're trying to negotiate with can drive up the price. And we're seeing some of that with Green Bay because basically everyone else has backed off of yeah, Green Bay, yeah. at least that we've heard. If there is another team in the mix, I think they're doing it right behind the scenes. But, yeah, to me, for this offseason, if I'm the Jets, it's a problem that we don't have Aaron Rodgers officially in the fold yet. Let's, 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 let's look into this. Um, do you think in any form or fashion – that this decision that I'm going to talk about, and because I think it was a major one, um, I think this decision is one that anybody and everybody, and also you on the text line, Sutter Hammond text line, 402-464-5685, please chime in with who you thought is the team that you support, you're with, has buyer's remorse, maybe could have made a better decision, a different decision, and wish they had have made it. Uh, chime in on the text line and let us know your thoughts on that because this next one is the one is like probably numero primo uno, primer 
let me say, the, the top of the line. And it's the Cleveland Browns with the Deshaun Watson deal. My goodness, my gosh. I don't even think they had to do it. They didn't have to pay the price nor the penalty, but it has set ripples all throughout the NFL to include what's going on with Lamar Jackson right now because everybody in their mama was able to play off of that, and his numbers just don't account for it. 1,100 yards, 183 yards per game, only 58%, seven TDs, and a 79 QBR. The Browns, I think, are still in wait-and-see mode on their decision. Um, I don't think the Browns felt nearly the remorse or skepticism they maybe should have uh, when it comes to signing Deshaun Watson. So for them, I don't know if they have any qualms about it. It's everyone else that doesn't like what the Browns did. Now, yes, Deshaun Watson has to play better for the Browns for this to be anywhere near worth the headache, but... The Browns, again, didn't seem all that hesitant to go all in for him. So I don't think they're questioning their decision. To them, I think they're thinking, oh, it's just a matter of time. Oh, it was his first action back last year. Let's get him a full off season. Let's get him in the building with guys, and he'll be fine for years to come. It's everyone else. It's like, Cleveland, why would you do that? Let alone the you know moral, ethical side of things, which mm. we spent a lot of time talking that, about, deservedly mm-hmm. so. But... From the football contract perspective, the Ravens are like, Cleveland, come on. <laughs> Look what you cost us. You cost us our quarterback. Yeah. Um, I think Kansas City managed to avoid that with Mahomes. They got out in front of it yeah. a little bit. Uh, Cincinnati and uh, the Chargers, I think, Jacksonville down the line, are going to be in a boat where let's yeah. see if those guys want guaranteed money. Because at some point, you know, a – a signing bonus or a roster bonus can convert, and it becomes pretty much guaranteed at any point anyways. But to say it's not going to be converted into a guarantee, it's just straight up a guarantee at the time of signing, that's a precedent the rest of the NFL didn't want to set. Yeah, absolutely. I would have to agree with you. I think this precedent is one that uh, um, a team would like to turn around as well. Um, let's let's stumble, and this is no pun intended. But let's 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 stumble ourselves into the 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 uh, debacle that the Miami Dolphins did with Tua versus the Bengals. Um, I think that is one that, with the injury, with the co- the concussion protocol, um, with how it happened, um, you know, taking another blow to the head and. You know, there just seems to be some discrepancies about, you know, doctors and what they decided to do, who, you know, who's in. I think some people lost their jobs. There were some heads that rolled in that one. So, uh, what, what, you know, how do you feel about the Tua situation? Is that one you think uh, that they should have turned around? I hope Miami feels bad about it the way they did him. Yeah. It, it was one thing when, you know, two years, two and a half years into his career, they're having questions about, oh, is he the guy or are we sure about him? Uh, are we going to look to trade him? We're going after Tom Brady. Um, we're going to start him. And, oh, just kidding, your bench for Ryan Fitzpatrick, <laughs> which is weird. So the way they, they handled his career wasn't great. But then to let him go back out there, clearly woozy, clearly wobbling, and suffer a similar, if not the same, injury to his head that he had not long before, that's malpractice. That's abuse is what it turned into. And it stinks because Tua was having – the best season of his career. You have Hill. You have Waddle. Things are fun in Miami. You have it all going. One hit from the Bills, it stunk to see. You didn't yeah. want him to go out. But we've seen teams be so careful with their young guys before. 
Miami said, nope, you're back out there. Go get them. And here's the thing. It's one thing if it's the 70s or 80s where you take your smelling salts, you get run out there, and no yeah. one can tell yeah. that you know you got your bell rung a second time. This was on national TV for everyone to see, see. Yeah. in the middle of a breakout season where everyone's talking about him already. Yeah. The Dolphins created a bigger problem from an unfortunate situation. Yeah, I, I, I thought that was a, that was one that was difficult. I know time is coming up a little bit, but I want to throw two more at you. Mm-hmm. Um, the the last one, I, I <laughs> there might be some people that uh, definitely uh, tap in on this one. But what about what about the uh, Jacksonville Urban Meyer hire? Well, no, no, no. Look, look, that was bad. Quick touch that one. But the real one I wanted to talk about was AJ Brown. Mm, from, the from the Titans. That that uh, I know the Titans are sick right now to their stomach that they let that young man go. The thing is, I think the Titans knew how good a player they had, mm-hmm. and I don't think they necessarily see anything wrong with what they did. Like, oh yeah, we had to get younger, we had to get cheaper. They were uh, counting on. So they put their money in their stock in another in horse. other places, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, in in Tannehill, who got yeah. hurt, didn't finish the season out. In a rookie receiver whose physical profile was pretty similar to A.J. Brown, but again, unproven rookie with one year of production. It's hard to let good players walk, especially for what they did. Yeah, they got a little bit back in trade for him, but not what his value actually is. Not not close. And it's one thing, if you look at the way Kansas City did it, where they sent Tyree Kilway because he was going to ask for more money than they wanted to pay him. Questionable decision on its face, but the Chiefs drafted well with the draft picks they used. And they have a legit number one player in the NFL yeah. in Patrick Mahomes. Ryan Tannehill is a fine, average, maybe even sometimes above average NFL starting quarterback. He's not Patrick Mahomes. That's a guy who needs help. Patrick Mahomes creates his own help. He makes other guys better. Ryan Tannehill hasn't done that. He needed someone like A.J. Brown, mm-hmm. especially if Derrick Henry's going to get yeah. hurt yeah. like he was. You need a viable option there. The tight ends were inconsistent. You didn't even have a number two, really, behind A.J. Brown consistently. So... I get it. He was going to be expensive, but if I'm the Titans, I would have rather paid AJ Brown than Derrick Henry. Yeah, I mean, I think I think receivers, skill position guys like that are are definitely in the NFL of the day is is mm-hmm. more valuable um, than at the running back position. We're seeing that with with what's going on with Dak. I mean, not Dak, but um, with uh, Zeke, and mm-hmm. you know, when you when you kind of overpay a guy or highly draft a guy, you can find guys in the sixth, seventh round that are tremendous running backs. Pacheco, just look exactly. at look at what they did, and as far as what they found in that. Um, last one before we go to break and uh, do shootout uh, with Strick in the new format. Let's ride. <laughs> let's, oh boy. Let's, let's ride. Uh, signing uh, Russell Wilson, $245 million extension with 165 of it guaranteed. Uh, they doubled down, and uh, did they win or lose? Including uh, two first-round and two second-round draft picks for uh, the nine-time Pro Bowl quarterback. Oh, they lost. They went for a splash, and I think this was a two-part L for the Broncos in that it's one thing to trade for Russell Wilson. Okay, Maybe questionable swing, but you can at least see the argument for it. I mean, he's better than what they have had, at least his track record is, since Peyton retired. So, okay, I get it. You think you can have a guy for, you know, three, four years at a pretty high level. They chose to put their their rose-colored glasses on and not see some of the signs that Russ is, well, maybe not the same guy he was, you know, for the five years previously. The second part of the L, though, was hiring Nathaniel Hackett to be the head coach Mm -hmm. in thinking that he was going to bring Aaron Rodgers along with him. It doesn't work out. So you force him to work with a different quarterback, one that's declining without any 
legitimate head coaching experience, yeah. and it just compounded everything. Yeah, you're you're onto it, right? That. Um, what do you guys think? Four zero two four six four five six eight five. Is there something that we missed? Was there a thought? Um, you know that um, you know we we kind of brushed over or didn't uh, go a little bit deeper on. Uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts on that. But we've got to go do shootout with Strick next, and in the, in the new format. Dang it! I've come up short at the buzzer for the last two days. We're going we're going up your alley this time. Nebraska basketball uh, transfers Ooh. in recent history. Still not in my alley. Get I out think of here. it is. <laughs> we'll be right back. Ninety three seven. The ticket on the block.